everyone. Welcome back. My name is Ayana Simone and you are listening to To Be Heard podcast. So glad if you're listening right now and this is your first time tuning in. Um, I just want to let you know right off the bat that if you like what you hear today, um, feel free to connect with me even further by heading over to my website at ayanasimone.com. Just my first seminal name spelling uh, right there on the episode for you. Um, And on that website, you're going to see many things. I blog every last Sunday of the month. Um, Throughout the summer, I posted a series of videos, which are still up and available for you to watch. Um, But if you want to be a part of that conversation, I encourage you to become a member. Um, That way we can connect on a deeper level and you'll have other ways to connect with um, the other readers who are already signed up as members. And you're going to be included in some incredible things that I have planned. I can't say what those things are now, but um, if you sign up to become a member, I will let you know soon enough and include you in on what's in store for the website and what's in store for you guys as readers, viewers, listeners. Um, So I'm super excited. Make sure you get signed up, but I'm so glad that you're here listening to this episode today um, because today... Um, You know, this is To Be Heard podcast, so I'm always here to um, present the truth and just my personality type, I guess, like I'm very passionate about using my voice to get the truth out. Um, That's essentially what To Be Heard means if you didn't listen to the introduction episode. But today I want to use my voice to talk about something that is growing... um, I think it's it's making everyone a bit more concerned and a lot more afraid. And um, this isn't a new issue. This isn't something that um, is, you know, it's not new. But this, what I'm talking about is sex trafficking and kidnapping. Um, something that I've been seeing more and more on social media, specifically Twitter, just um, seeing the stories and pictures of girls missing and just all types of, of, of that, specifically women. I'm not saying it doesn't happen to little boys or, you know, men, things like that. But this is a predominantly women, especially everything that we're seeing today. And if you, even if you don't have Twitter, I'm sure you've been hearing about these things, whether it's on your local news, Facebook, whatever it may be. Um, the thing, the the reality is that it's happening, um, but it's not new. I think... Um, You know, it's good that we are growing more aware of the situation, but this is not a new thing, unfortunately. And so with this topic in mind, in this context, I want to talk to um, all of you. But of course, I I just have certain things that I want to say to the men about the situation, to the women about the situation. And I also really want to talk to the believers who um, are aware of this situation. I want to talk to, and that includes everyone, right? Men, women, believers. That includes everyone listening listening right now. But I have some things that I want to say in specific in order to um, really cover this topic through and through. So first thing that I want to, um, or I guess first group of people that I want to talk to are the men that are listening. Because 
I mean, I hear stories, and this is a good thing. I've been hearing stories of women just asking men, like, hey, could you walk me to my car? Could you walk me home? Because, like, we're so aware of the situation now, and we see it happening almost on a daily basis. Like, the past week, I have not gone on social media social media without seeing um, a new girl missing, and, and it's it's concerning. And um, with that, I think a lot of women are being more bold and just coming straight up and just saying, hey, like, could you walk me to my car? I don't feel safe going home by myself. Like, do you mind just staying by my side? And I just want to say that if you're a man and a, a girl comes up to you and asks that question, oh, my goodness, you better walk her to your car. <laughs> you better walk her home. I think that in in today's society, like in this culture and this thing that we're living in, which is very concerning, I think that is so important of um, how we can prevent this from happening. Like I just thinking about a woman walking home alone in the dark or even walking just to her car after work, like there, there's so much danger in that. And I think it's even courageous for a woman to just come out of her shell and ask, like, hey, I, I need you to, to walk me to my car. I just want to encourage every man listening, like, let's just, let's make that more of a thing. Like, let's be there for the women who are genuinely afraid to walk to their car, genuinely afraid to walk home. Um, I just think that is, that's so important. And I'm not saying that no one does that anymore, but I do believe that that needs to be stressed. Like, <laughs> it needs to be... Um, more of a mindset like if you see someone walking alone just because you never know you never know what could happen I just think the worst thing the worst thing is like the last time you see a girl is when she's alone and then the next day she's on the news and then like something happened it could have been prevented if she wasn't alone it's just I think we need to make that more of a priority. And again, I'm talking specifically to the to the men, like just make that a priority, like just walk her to your car, walk her home, whatever um, you can do to prevent this from happening. I encourage you to to do that because we need this to be prevented. Absolutely. Um, and next, I, I do want to talk to the believers as well. Um, I'm saving the woman for last for a good reason. You'll see later on in this episode why. But now I want to talk to the believers. And when I say believers, I mean those who profess Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and are therefore adopted into God's family. Um, some may call you a Christian. Others may call you <laughs> many other names, actually. But um, if Jesus is your Savior Jesus, or, and God is your Father, and you believe in the Holy Spirit and uh, um and that's who you pray to. Um, I want to talk to you guys as well because, um, yeah, we're definitely living in a world where prayer is like a, a cuss word now. <laughs> like whenever there's a tragedy, whenever there's a terrible event that goes on and we step up and say, hey, let, let's pray for this, we get a lot of backlash about it because many people are under the impression that prayer doesn't do anything, that it's useless, it doesn't work. Um, but the reality is, is that it does work, and I can testify about that just the many times I prayed for um, little situations in my life or big situations in my life, even where I just brought it um, to God's attention and I prayed about it. Um, 
I mean, it works. I can go on. That's not the point of today's episode. I may make a, an entire episode about that, maybe. May save that for a vlog. I don't know. But I just have story after story of when I prayed about something and God came through. He didn't come through in a way that I thought he would. And that's um, that's familiar to me. Like, I, I always thought that God would work exactly the way I wanted him to. And um, But he, it turns out that he always the result is that it just it's better than what I thought it would be because of how good God is. And um, he's just very, he listens, you guys. Like one thing that um, I used to be deceived about, I thought that if you prayed for something, um, it depends on your type of prayer where it like it determines, the type of prayer determines whether or not God would listen. But scriptures make it very clear that he's not only a speaking God. We see that over and over again in the Bible, how God speaks to his kids. Um, but we also see that he listens. And we see a lot of that. And just in um, the way I study the Bible, I see a lot of that in the book of Psalms, how David makes it clear, like, you don't turn your ear to me. Like, you you always listen. You're, you're, you're near me. You hear me. And I think that's revolutionary, you know, to think about, especially in today's age where we can bring this to God's attention. And I know this makes people uncomfortable if you're not a believer, but specifically I'm talking to you, to those who identify Christ as your Savior. We need to go back um, to the basics and pray about it. We can't panic. We can't freak out. We can't do that. We have to pray. And um, it, again, like it— People will downplay that and say, oh, you know, prayer doesn't do anything. But, oh, man, just imagine the sound of all of us praying at once to the same God, the God who hears, the God who speaks, the God who's able, saying, God, deliver these girls, find these girls, God, bring them home in the name of Jesus Christ. There's power in that. And we can all pray together together. In that, I mean, like we're believers. That's our job, and and you know, we are in the world. We're not of the world, but we're in the world. And the world doesn't know what prayer is. The world, again, um, doesn't necessarily like or agree with the idea of prayer. But being the light in the darkness, that is our job to pray. Even with the backlash, even if people say it doesn't work, we know it works. We know it works. I'm sure we all have tef- testimonies where we prayed about something and God came through. And you know what? God cares about situations like these. He's not um, hiding himself. He's not panicking up in heaven either. Like he knows the situation. He knows what's going on. And so why not pray about it and and pray on each girl's behalf saying, God, bring them home. Keep them safe. Protect them, Father God. Keep them safe, O Lord. And just believing in that and instead of panicking like everyone else, like taking a stand on social media where this this issue is being talked about and bringing it to prayer, bringing it to the Lord's feet because it works. God listens, he hears and he speaks, he moves, he's able. So let's pray about it. And I want to encourage every believer, don't like cheapen the idea of prayer. I made the mistake of that um, recently, the past few years, I thought that prayer was like, I felt that God wasn't hearing me, but He has. I'm seeing all of the things I prayed for in the past few years come to pass now. So God listens. He hears us. And so let's pray about it. Um, 
And so now I want to speak to the women who are listening. And this kind of goes into what I've already said about, um, you know, to the believers about how important it is to not panic, not freak out, because that it's so easy to do, especially if you're a woman and you're on social media and you see girls left and right being taken and being kidnapped. It's a scary thing. It really is. It's it's scary to think about. It's terrifying. Um but one thing that I, I want to say, I want to bring this to everyone's attention, specifically women, but everyone listening. Um, I just want to carefully and sensitively remind us of the media's role in all of this, um, because we wouldn't hear about this issue if it weren't for the media, right? Like um, those pictures of the girls being taken and um pictures of girls missing right now, young and old, you know, it's just happening everywhere, whether, you know, I'm from America, so it's happening here in America. I'm, I've heard stories and I've seen stories of it happening in other places. I can't really call those places out, but I know this is a global thing. This is not just something happening in America. And so with the media letting us know of these issues, I carefully just want all of us to know that the media at one point, their job was to make us aware. It was to inform us, to let us know what's going on so that no one's in the dark. But in today's age, in today's society, I think the media, um, in a way, has kind of abused that, abused um, its job of informing us. Because I see more and more that the media isn't necessarily concerned about making us aware but more concerned about making us afraid. And so when they they share these stories and we see it happening every day, it's not like they share a story and then like we don't hear about it, but it's like every day, like each time you refresh your feed, there it's there and we see it. And I'm not saying that the media, I'm not saying that they want to make us afraid, but there is this underlying thing theme, it seems like, or this underlying pattern of, you know, everyone's talking about this issue. Everyone is now aware of this, this issue. So now like, let's just, let's just um, put out the most gruesome stories so that women can feel afraid when they're walking to their car. They can feel afraid when they're walking home. And it, it just turns into, it. it's less informative and it's more so like everyone just panic, you know, just be afraid because look, it, it, it happened to them. It could happen to you too. And I, I do believe that there is that underlying message in the media, which isn't right. The media is supposed to make us aware. It's a, it's important. It's um, supposed to inform us of these issues that are going on. But I, I kind of see a pattern where it's just, you know, if someone, when we react to what the media puts out, when we, um, you know, we share it and we share our concerns about it and, and not necessarily just our mere concern, but our fears about it and um, how it's kind of making all of us anxious. I think when we give them that reaction, we have to keep in mind that the media, I mean, they get paid to put that stuff out, right? Like journalists get paid to do that. And so if we buy into the fear that they want to instill in each piece and in each newsletter, whatever they do, um, then we're just kind of 
I don't want to say we're boosting their ego, but we're kind of feeding into the fear. And we show them that they're that we're afraid and we show them that we want to read more about it. Like we want to know more. I want to know more. I want to know what's going on. But I don't want to I just don't want us to get confused with you know, oh my gosh, this is happening everywhere. And maybe this is suggesting that this could happen to me too. Because that is that just creates so much anxiety and so much panic and so much fear. And this is coming from a girl who has struggled with anxiety before. Sometimes I still struggle with it. All my life, I've just, I remember being so afraid of storms when I was a kid. And so I would like look up um, all of these like tornado um, videos, like storm, you know, people do storm watching, which is crazy. I don't know why people do that, but um, they'll get real close to a tornado and they'll video it and then they'll put it online. And I would be that kid just watching video after video. And I grew to just hate the summertime, which is supposed to be a kid's favorite time, right? I grew to hate the summertime because we got tornado weather and things like that. And I was just so afraid when really, you know, the storm watchers are probably like, we just want to inform you that this is how tornado forms and like all that stuff they want to um they just want to um let people know like hey this is what happens and you know you may be in a location where tornadoes are um most likely to form like there is that to it but if we buy into it as far as we're just going to read story after story only so that we can be afraid not to be informed but to be afraid I think we need to be careful with that because we shouldn't be living um, anxiously we shouldn't be living in fear that's not um, God's purpose for us that we just walk this earth living in fear and I mentioned the scripture before on the podcast how Jesus says you know yes there's many trials many troubles in this world but take heart because I've overcome them all and I think that um, has to do with issues like these you know like there is unfortunately there is sex trafficking that's a real thing kidnapping is real but we shouldn't be afraid about them because God has already overcome the world and I hope this is all making sense because what I'm not saying is that um, the media is a bad thing because we want to be informed we want to be aware but I just I think I'm, I'm more so talking about all of us how we're reacting to it I think that's my my big point there I'm sorry if that was confusing but I just want to make it clear that when we do read those stories and we read them every day because they're b being posted and it's happening every day, I don't want us to read them with the intention of, um, you know, I, I just want to freak out. I want to be anxious. Maybe it's going to happen to me. I'm afraid to leave my house now. I'm afraid to go to work. I'm afraid to walk home. Like, I'm afraid to do all those things. I think we should be concerned, but I don't think we should be afraid. Um, so in another, if I could say that in a different way, I would say move forward with caution and not fear. Um, because the interesting thing about that, and this is a verse that um, has really helped me out as um, you know, in my anxious moments and I'm really stressed out and I can kind of feel myself panicking, hyperventilating, things like that, that um, if I think about something for too long, I grow anxious. Um, but this is a verse that's really um, been helping me. And I think it applies to this situation. And I'll show you why when I read it. I don't have my Bible in front of me, so I hope I don't butcher it. But I've been memorizing this for a while. So let's hope I get this right. But um, Philippians 4, 6 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. 
And that's something that has helped me so much because it literally says, this is Bible. It says, you do not be anxious about anything. And I would always ask God just for clarification, like, are you sure, God? Because what I'm going through right now, that is a pretty good reason to be anxious, God. If you just want the truth, like, I will ask God for clarification. Like, are you sure you meant anything? (laughs) Because there are some things that are really anxiety-inducing, like sex trafficking, like kidnapping. But scriptures make it very clear. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything— by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, and we're in that season right now, so with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So, I mean, if you're a woman and you don't believe in this, okay, I'm sorry, that may not hit you the way it hits me, but to the believers, I want to speak to you again. That's our verse for this situation. Let's not be anxious about it. We can be concerned about it. That's biblical. We can be concerned, but we shouldn't be anxious to the point where we're afraid to to do anything. You know, like we're just still, we're frozen. We're too afraid to go outside. We just, we're anxious. We're, we're filled with fear. Let's not be that way. The, our Bible says, if you believe the Bible, this is what it says. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. You can use that verse when you pray about it. God, your word says not to be anxious about anything. And while I'm greatly concerned, Father God, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you would protect every girl, that you would set them all free, that you would bring them all home in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for everything that you're doing right now, all the things that we can't even see, Father God. We're so thankful that you're already on the move. You're already on the move. You hear our cry. You hear our prayer. You hear our petition. And so we're asking Jesus that you would respond in a radical way, that you would literally come down and set those girls free and fight against those demonic powers that are taking hold of these girls, God. We just break them all in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for hearing us. We thank you for moving. God, we're not going to be anxious. We're only going to pray in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. That is what we should, that is the verse we should be praying about. The verse we should be standing on. That's God's word. And God cannot go back on his word. So if he's saying, don't be anxious about anything, but pray about everything, God, this is what we're going to do. And so if we do our part, God, we know you're going to do yours. This, This is your word. You can't go back on your word, Father God. And so we stand on Philippians 4, 6. And I also um, just want to make mention Again, this is kind of for the woman, too. Um, Even though you may not believe in the Bible, I do want to make a mention that the Bible says 365 times to not be afraid. That is the most repeated command in Scripture. That's to not be afraid. Isn't that amazing how God knew that we would have so much fear and so much anxiety that he would give us a do not be afraid for every day of the year? So, 
whether or not you believe in scripture, whether or not you believe in the Bible, I just want to say it's true. This is to be heard podcast. I don't, I'm not here to just like dilly dally. I'm here to present the truth. The Bible is true. I know for a fact, if you read it and if you read it with an open heart, you'll find that it's true too. But the Bible, literally, it was true back then. It's true now. It'll be true forever. (laughs) That's the truth. And it says in the Bible 365 times to not be afraid. And so when we're talking about sex trafficking, trafficking, we're talking about kidnapping, let's stand on that too. God, your word says 365 times to not be afraid. And so we say amen to that. We're not going to be afraid. And if if you're a believer— We're going to go even deeper to Philippians 4, 6 and say, we're not going to be afraid. We're not going to be anxious. We're going to pray by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Present your request to God. So um, I just wanted to bring that to everyone's attention. The media, you know, we appreciate it. It makes us aware. It gives us a reason to pray about things, but don't be deceived because there are some media outlets that are interested in just making everyone afraid. They're interested in freaking everyone out and making it seem like, oh, it could happen to you. You better not go outside. You better not do this. And it's like, we appreciate the information. We don't appreciate the fear. Okay. We're going to move forward with caution. We're going to be concerned, but we're not going to be afraid. We're going to pray, but we're not going to be afraid. And that's something I think that we all should agree on. Again, I can't say that to everyone because not everyone believes in Scripture, but especially if you're a believer, please, let's pray about it. Don't freak out. Don't panic. I know it's concerning. I'm concerned. But this is something that I'm going to bring to the Lord's feet every day for as long as it's happening until we see a move of God, which we're on the brink of. We just have to pray and just be rooted in prayer and continue to worship, continue to pray. And um, that's really on my heart today, something that I've been wanting to say all week. So I'm glad it's Tuesday. Thank you all for um, listening. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope that you really take my words into consideration I hope you do. Um, But stay tuned for next week. We are going to dive right into a different topic. Um, So I hope you come back for that. I'm so, so excited for what's next and everything that's going on. So stay tuned. Become a member. Pray, 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 pray. (laughs) And I will talk to you guys next week on To Be Hurt Tuesday right here on To Be Hurt Podcast.